Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. You might use the subtitles when you watch a foreign language film or a TV show, but how about subtitles on a podcast? With more of us doing our listening on headphones and earbuds via a smartphone, our encounters with audio have become increasingly personal and intimate. Listening is something we're often doing alone. But having a little screen that you carry around with you at all times is also raising some interesting possibilities, like Radio Atlas, which brings non-English audio documentaries to an English-speaking audience, using subtitles that are timed to appear on your screen at exactly the same time as you hear the audio. Producer Eleanor McDowell started up Radio Atlas and runs it in her spare time. Essentially, what Radio Atlas is, is it's a space for audio documentaries that have been turned into subtitled movies. So it's a way of understanding what's being said in an audio documentary that's been made in a language you don't necessarily speak. There's just text that is appearing on screen as you're listening to essentially tell you what's being said at any particular point and to get out of the way when it's just asking you to focus on the sound. So it's um, the only thing that you'll see on the screen are words. Why and when did you have that idea? Well, I should say, I mean, it's actually not my original idea. There's a, a group over here called In the Dark who are wonderful, who've been doing these sort of radio collective listening events for about eight years now, I think. And one of the first things I ever saw them do their founder, Nina Garthwaite, originally came from film and she wanted to screen a Norwegian documentary. So she put cinematic subtitles on it. And um, it, was my, it wasn't my first experience of hearing a documentary made in a language I didn't speak. I'd done that before and like listened with a huge paper transcript on my knee and kind of reading along. And it became much more of a reading experience than a listening experience. And so sitting in a cinema for that first time at the In the Dark event and seeing the subtitles come out and just realising that I was able to lose myself in the sound for the first time was this really transformative experience. Ifølge de gamle savn betyder det uendelig ulykker eller din egen død hvis du møder din egen dobbeltgænger. Den, der ligner dig. Den, der bærer dit navn. Den, der deler din skabende. Den sande historie, før de er har til dig, so Radio Atlas just kind of comes from that, hopefully trying to kind of move on the way that the subtitles work a little bit. So it's kind of trying to be very sympathetic to the sound, trying to kind of realize when, you know, if if some if a sentence that someone's speaking is really heavy with emotion and they're breaking down halfway through or they're telling a joke and you want to know if their comic timing is on point or if there's a very sort of musical delivery, trying to get text on screen that reflects all of those things that are important to us in the sound. Because uh, it goes without saying, you can't really do a voiceover for these things, can you? Well, actually, I mean, there's a really interesting tradition of people translating in sound. I think maybe particularly because, 
you know, I'm, I'm a radio producer who's working in the UK and like there's a lot of kind of conversation in sort of European countries where sort of radio programs are, are trying to kind of move across borders. And there have been some really interesting pieces made where work has been translated in the sound. And I think it's it's often, you know, if it's done well, it's done in a way where someone is essentially building a different documentary out of the component parts of it. And it can be really elegantly done. So you get a kind of translation voice who's almost like adding another character to the whole thing. But yeah, I think in general, it's quite hard to do that without making it sound like the translation voice is a kind of interloper in the piece who's just sort of shouting over the emotion, being like, they're kissing or like something's happening. Like a sort of awkward, noisy person at a party who's ruining everything for everyone. (laughs) And the fact that the subtitles are on a screen, whether that's a smartphone screen or that you're casting it to some TV screen or projector or whatever, raises the prospect of what you just called collective listening, which... That's quite an interesting idea, isn't it? Because listening seems to have gone almost full circle from us huddling around a radio uh, as a family, Mm. maybe listening to news broadcasts. Listening's become very, very solitary in the smartphone age, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it's always, I think, you know, our experience of audio documentaries, radio documentaries, podcasts, it's so tied to the technology, the way in which we feel the experience works. So yeah, you're right, when you had kind of crystal sets in what, the 20s, 30s, you know, it was was technology that was sort of very, very quiet and everyone would have to kind of gather around it and not make any noise and and listen as a group. And um, that sort of moved away into this kind of headphone listening age where it becomes something that's seen as much more kind of solitary and intimate and private. And then at the same time, you're having people who are kind of trying to recognise audio as an art form, who are trying to kind of do these collective listening cinematic events. So it's sort of, yeah, I think it's something that can be very responsive to the technology that it's coming through. And are you a real languages whiz yourself? Oh, my God, no. No? I'm so bad at languages I'm like I've got terrible I've got terrible schoolgirl French and schoolgirl Spanish and like I've got sort of little bits of like I can kind of tune my ear into things so when I'm doing when I'm doing the subtitles for stuff I'll have translations that have been made and often they'll be dual language translations so you can kind of dive in and see how the sentences are breaking up and see how things work and kind of orientate yourself using various words or listening for repetitions and stuff like that but I I am so bad at languages (laughs) it's really like it's a really terrible hobby to have picked but no all the translations you know I'm very lucky that a lot of the stuff that I'm working with has been professionally translated often for competitions which will be how I've managed to have access to it but what I'm trying to do more and more is to kind of uncover I say secret histories, they're not secret in the countries where the radio is being made, but secret to English language listeners, you know, the people who weren't necessarily put forward to competitions, who were maybe a bit sort of awkward or provocative or, you know, interesting in different ways, but weren't quite what the radio broadcaster wanted to say, this is us in a kind of big international space. I'm trying to kind of find those people and get them translated in various ways. So that's been quite an interesting thing. How do you find the stories? Where where are you looking? So I think 
one of the main places that I've started is with these international competitions. So over in Europe, you've got things like the pre-Europa or a kind of learning space called the International Features Conference. And for a documentary to be played in that space, because it's an international audience, everything gets translated into English and you have these paper transcripts that get made. So it's a really good way to kind of dip a toe into something and see whether or not it's a piece that you'd want to be kind of interested in making accessible to a wider audience. So that's probably a starting point. But there's also lots of stuff on Radio Atlas that's come from just kind of meeting producers and them describing something to me and me finding it funny or intriguing. There's there's a tiny piece on there that I've got an overwhelming amount of affection for that's called um, the Pep Talk. And it's a Danish football coach who's got a bit of a terrible team in Denmark. And he's trying to kind of pep them up midway through a, a match that they're playing. And um, he just sort of starts screaming these obscenities at it. And when I first heard about it, I was sort of listening to the audio and hearing my Danish friend who was kind of talking very kind of calmly over the top, like a sort of simultaneous translation in the UN. And he was saying like, yeah, we're going to go and smash that little girl's choir next door. Like, actually, I'm just about to tell you what's being said in it. And it's probably, yeah language restrictions on what you can broadcast right (laughs) but it it made me laugh and so I asked him to write out a translation and that's one of the things that's up there so it's like yeah kind of serendipitous a lot of the time the things that are up there but I think the main thing that it's trying to do isn't necessarily to say this is the best documentary that exists in the world or this is like this is what Sweden sounds like or this is what France sounds like because that would be a kind of ridiculous endeavour because obviously there are a kind of multiplicity of approaches across a variety of broadcasters and independent spaces and sound artists and you know it's as diverse as any country in which you do speak the language but I think the point of it is really to kind of question why we don't have a good way of translating in sound why we don't care that we're not hearing the majority of uh, great audio work that's being made around the world and so just trying to kind of find intriguing little windows that would hopefully make people realize get a little glimpse of some of the stuff they're missing and when you've got the subtitles coming across and they're time to chime in with what Mm. you're hearing am i seeing anything else on the screen or is it just a black space are there any other images no, it's just uh, it's just the text coming up. Sometimes a, uh, I like I like an ellipsis to kind of have a, a pause sometimes, but that's that's about as kind of extreme as it gets. It's very much designed to foreground the sound because I've seen there are really interesting experiments that I've seen where people have done animated radio and they've kind of had text flying across the screen or you sort of see characters illustrated, which I think are kind of great ways of promoting radio and like getting stories to reach a different audience. But I think what I want Radio Atlas to be is something really functional that foregrounds the sound. It's a tool to access these things. It's a tool to lose yourself in a sound world. And I think when it doesn't need to be visual, I want the visual stuff to disappear so that you can just kind of 
immerse yourself in listening and kind of remember that that's always the most important part of the experience. Just finally, if someone wants to start just checking out Radio Atlas, have you got a few stories you reckon, you know, two or three that they should just go for initially just to give them a feeling of what Radio Atlas is all about? I mean, one of the the things that I mentioned, there's a very short piece that's called the pep talk that really makes me laugh that I often play when I'm introducing the whole concept to people. So I'd recommend I'd recommend listening to that as a way in. There's also a documentary that's about 16 minutes long that's called Writer that I think is really interesting. That's about so many different things, but it's um, I think what's fascinating as an English language listener is it's a Belgian radio producer who's going to interview someone in America. So you hear his interview in English, but then you hear how she's kind of translating it and reacting to him. And it's sort of quite an interesting, jarring experience in terms of thinking about the inverse of what we're used to hearing with how people translate. It's also just a very gripping documentary. She's a, it's a producer called Katerina Smets, and she is interviewing a writer who calls himself writer, who's quite a kind of difficult character. And uh, the interview very quickly goes somewhere that she wasn't expecting. So it's just a very kind of gripping listen. This is my one of my guns. And then... Um, one of your guns? Yeah. I, how did that feel to handle a gun? I have no idea how it must feel. Well, let's change that. Writer doet zijn kleerkast open. En schuift wat kleren op zee. There's also the most popular podcast in Denmark, this thing called Third Ear, that uh, can like sell out thousand seat cinemas in an hour or something uh, with people just hearing a premiere of one of their podcasts it's a really kind of gripping storytelling show it's always a very very good uh, sort of gateway I think to a lot of this stuff so there's an episode called The Double which is on Radio Atlas which is worth a try that's about um, it's told by a radio producer called Thomas Anderson and he tells the story of when he was a young man growing up in a small Danish town where there was another young man called Thomas Anderson who was the same age and they'd never met until the night when the other Thomas Anderson tried to run him over and kill him. Sounds like the start of a pretty good story doesn't it? Eleanor McDowell of Radio Atlas and you can find links to those three stories she mentioned called The Pep Talk Writer and The Double on our website right now if you go to rnz.co.nz forward slash the podcast hour. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.